this is Dems the Facts, a podcast about fun facts and lying to your friends. Still glad that one caught on. Yeah, do we have a Dems the Stats today, Chris? I can. I just want to plug first that you can get these on demand on the website, if that is what you are into. But let me look. And then how do you you get to the uh, Dems the Facts page? You can just go through the Pocket Podcast Network. Or... We haven't gotten to that hill yet. When we get to that hill, we'll get there. Okay. We're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That hill oh. is fast approaching. We'll, but, um, we'll get to it. The, yeah, the, as it currently stands, John has 17 total correct, which is a percentage of 65.38. Hey. Gabe has 18 correct, which is a percentage of 66.67. And your boy has 21 correct. For a rate of 77.78. So Chris is the only one passing Them's the Facts 101. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, a, what is it? 70? It's been a while since I've been in school now. Se- 70 is, is like the passing threshold. I mean, yeah, it really depends. So do I have a D? You have a C. No, well, you'd uh, have a low C. So we would have, have like a low D C. range. But like D range, you still, it's still. It's, it varies. Yeah. And it's like, yo, do you need a D for this class or not? Or like, do mm-hmm. you need a C? I don't, I don't maybe, play school anymore. Maybe maybe there are places not where we went to school where that is a little more lenient and they don't decide that a D is still like so an extended F. What like, messes you up is the school's... <laughs> no, what are you making serious? The plus-minus system. Like, which, I don't oh, know, yeah. is Georgia Tech on? Has no, Georgia Tech no, they haven't switched. Yet? Didn't they talk about it and people got mad? They did. The problem... people's GPAs would be lower. Yeah, The exactly. amount of A-minuses you can clutch. Because... Well, because, yeah, like minus, a minuses, minuses that are, are just regressive, A's. technically. Mm-hmm. The plus minus system is regressive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it has, it was uh, messing me up when I was at Georgia State. But anyway. Oh, I guess they had it there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I believe it's my turn. Yeah. Okay, cool. The International Bluegrass Music Association. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. So every year they give awards to, like, the instrumentalist of the year. And, you know, they're. There are, like, lots and lots and lots of different organizations that do stuff like this. But there has been a big deal lately in a lot of them about distribution of awards based on diversity, like having more people nominated. Um, I mean, we've all seen hashtag Oscars so white. Right. So it was like... Yeah. Same... Now, this is what's been happening in the Bluegrass Association. It took them... A very long time. They didn't break the glass ceiling with regards to their instrumentalist award for best mandolin player until three years ago. Okay. Is that the fact? I think the, the fact, fact is going to be who it is. The fact is that the same mandolin player has now won three years in a row since then. Hmm. So what you're telling her me is... Her name is Sierra Hull. I actually listened to her album today. Super good. Really, really good. Weighted Mind by Sierra Hull. I oh, and you probably appreciate it more even than I would because you, you play mandolin. So are you yeah. postulating like... She was good, but nobody did it because she was a woman, or because, or they are just handing her the award to make up for it. I'm not postulating oh, anything. Okay. I just think it's wild that the same person won Mandolinist of the Year three years in a row. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of Mandolinists out there. So this makes me. This is a this is a random pull for me, which is just because my dad is so into Southern gospel music. I do know that. This has not much to do with the well, it has glass a lot ceiling to do with, part. Like, bluegrass, though. No, but I'm just saying because I thought about it because there's this group they like. It's the one that's always performing at Dollywood. Uh, mm. Kingdom Airs, H E I R S. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Airs, like Airs, spelled like Ireland, like E I R. No, like Airs to the Throne. Oh, H E I R. Yeah, yeah. 
H E I R S. Okay, I, I heard it wrong. How did we? How did we even have that moment of confusion? Kingdom Heirs. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why, but when I was little, I thought their name was the Kingdom Mares. Like I don't know why I thought <laughs> Mares anyway. of the Kingdom. No, I just thought they came up with a word that was like you Kingdom M A R A S. Like well, that is a word. It's like little like, what is horses, that? right? Or it's like horse women horses. Anyway, the yeah. the Southern Gospel Association used to have an award for best band, but mm-hmm. only they ever won it. So then they got rid of it. <laughs> Which was pretty funny because that they, is pretty funny. I don't know. It, I just thought it was funny. They I were mean, also like, they were like, yeah, we won it like the last six years, and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. I, I get that, but by that logic, the Super Bowl shouldn't have happened last week. <laughs> like, with the, the Patriots don't win every year. They just yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. true. I, it, actually, if you think about it, uh, the Patriots had a gap where they didn't win. They just went a lot and lost. Yeah. Between two thousand four and two thousand four, no, two thousand twelve. It was very, that was a very satisfying time. Like, some of my best memories of watching Super Bowls were in that time, frankly. But, no, because I, like, remember, like, specific plays from those that were really good. Like, I think the, there was one where they played the Giants and the guy caught a pass. That was the greatest Super Bowl almost ever. Yeah, the guy, that was, a Prince performed at the halftime show that year, too. Yes, which was the best. The best halftime show of all time. Which year was this? This would have been 2000. Six? Six? Yeah, it's 2006. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. but the guy caught a pass off his helmet. Yeah. The giant. Odell Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham. Huh. The so Prince good. thing was amazing. Ro- all right, let's it, talk it was great. No, have you guys seen the? It, yes, see, I f- I remember this. Yes, because there was a guy. Because the uh, Prince's production uh, manager, he called him the day of. He's like, "Hey, it's gonna rain tonight. Are you gonna be okay to perform in that? And what do we need to do?" And Prince yeah. responded with, "Can we make it rain harder?" Yeah, <laughs> and which is oh. My favorite thing about the Prince thing is it's one of the only Super Bowls in modern history where the instruments are, like, live. God. Like, Prince's guitar was live. And Prince is one of the greatest guitarists. And his solo was Ugh. stupid. Like, they, even Eric Clapton admits that Prince is the great was the greatest guitar player alive at the time. Yeah. When this happened, did they get or miss the opportunity to get some purple stage lighting? Oh, they purple full, rain. Of oh, course okay. they did. They, I, mean, okay. yes. I was like, it's so obvious. You it's go right it. there. It's like it's him. Right you there. need to watch it. It's, it's him s- singing Purple Rain and ripping this amazing guitar solo while it's just so absolutely good. pouring. It's so good. And the whole stadium is singing Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah the, I, s- the stage is in the shape of the symbol uh, along so with good. his guitar. If anything, Plus, I would think uh, that the rain wouldn't screw up his performance you could just put a fucking tarp over well, it screw up the football live. game no it's live you, so it's, like he's playing a guitar while it's pouring he's yeah. singing so the you're mics. like risking the risking like all of the technically equipment. a guitar can also shock you so yeah, that's what yeah I, having been shocked by my bass I know this ow but no yeah. good I got mad when Adam Levine yeah I almost said Adam Lambert back Adam Levine said is it alright if I play this guitar and I was like don't you do that that's Prince's Super Bowl line <laughs> and then he played like four notes yeah and it was he has some terrible tattoos. Jeez, he has some terrible tattoo placement. He has too many of them. The California one was bad. That's the worst one. Okay, so has the same person won best? The same woman won best mandolin player three years in a row after breaking the glass ceiling the first time that she won. I think so, because this effect exists a little different, but in like I don't know how to put this like like competitive like for example running. The, uh-huh. Remember how there was that like there was that whole thing about like the, the I just like the sentence competitive running. Sorry, go ahead. Like, <laughs> well, it wasn't really. It was me trying to find the words. But running is the one I always pull mm-hmm. up. Like, there was a, there was a certain mile time. I can't remember what it is because I don't know dick shit about running. Um, but there was a there was a certain mile time that people like couldn't beat 
for like years and years and years and no one could beat it. And then like one guy beat it and then like very quickly all the other good runners started to beat What's it. What's like, a little different? This, there's this weird, like, yeah, but, but it's this weird psychology like, thing. It's all totally in your head. But you see, this would be like if every single year Daniel Day-Lewis won an Oscar or something like and that. And it's a shame that doesn't happen. It is. Well, he's retired now, supposedly. Have you have you seen Phantom Thread yet? You, no, I didn't see it. You need to What's see it. What's the movie he won one something for recently? Was it just Lincoln? Was it just I Lincoln? think it was Lincoln. Never watched Oscar that. Bait. Lincoln's pretty... Oscar yeah. Bait. Well... Steven Spielberg doesn't make Oscar bait. Except the Os- Lincoln. He, the, the Oscars define... The Oscars come to Spielberg. We had this argument already, and you I know. capitulated to me. Link, Steven Lincoln Spielberg was, okay. never, made, like, never made Oscar bait, except Lincoln. Yeah, you know what? I did capitulate at the time. <laughs> Lincoln but you know Oscar what? Lincoln bait. was really good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, because of that same effect, I, and, and the fact that... I don't know. I feel like I feel like you just you're into the mandolin stuff. You're. I feel like you're taking this. I, li- I like this. I like this. I think. That's I think why it's why it would be so easy for him to trick us. I don't know. I think something in his tone of voice it was the same sort of joy he uses normally when he's talking about bluegrass. Mm. I think that's what was happening. <laughs> I mean, it might be the, you, you have to consider not to play devil's advocate to myself here. But you have to consider it might just be because I really liked her album today, and she might not have won any of it. Oh, that's true. Her album is really good. It's mostly just her on the mandolin and a bass and a bassist, and sometimes there's a guitar and obviously her vocals. But do they do music good. based on other colors of grass? Because I mean, green grass what and high tides. That song God exists. Damn it, don't even, don't no, no, no. And then you know when they spray, you know when there's like construction and the grass turns Stop. orange because they spray that. So no. you got all kinds of grass. Um, no, that doesn't deserve it. Yeah, it does. You're why one of my best called, friends. Why and is I it hate called bluegrass? Right I, I think it has to do with I don't know. I yeah, mean, I've never known. It has to do with the with the name of like the type of grass that comes from. Well, that's Kentucky, Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky. That's correct. Well, which isn't actually from Kentucky. I thought you were going to say it's not actually blue. Like, I think yeah. I'm pretty confident <laughs> this is true. So, Chris, while you mull over, you can look up why it's called bluegrass if you I want. Mean, you got your laptop there. Yeah. Yeah, but I th- yeah I think it's just it's interesting because bluegrass itself. There are some people who. Who play what many would cons- like the un uninducted would consider bluegrass music, but who were like, no, this isn't bluegrass. This is old time because there are a bunch of different traditions that came came out of American blue. Folk there music. are bluegrass gatekeepers, huh? Well, or who are like, or who like don't necessarily want to be associated with bluegrass itself because blue. What we consider bluegrass, what we would consider bluegrass now, wasn't really a thing until the nineteen sixties when really. I feel like Bill Monroe is the one who That's really defined bluegrass. Nineteen thirty-eight. Nineteen thirty-eight. I'm looking at this right now. Nineteen thirty-eight. There were two brothers. One's Bill. I don't know the other one's name. Obviously, it doesn't matter. They split up, and Bill was a native of the bluegrass state and called his band Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass. Oh, Boys. Bill Monroe in the nineteen thirty. Yeah, but I'm saying that bluegrass, like as a genre, got really popular. Oh, sure. I'm just 60s. saying that's why it's called bluegrass. Yeah, this one dude. Yeah, Bill Monroe is the def- the defiant the defiant uh-huh. guy. Kentucky bluegrass is not named because it's blue. No. It's named because the Europeans named it the bluegrass region. Oh, because the flowers and the grass are blue. Oh. So it kind of, if you look at it as like a okay, blanket so thing, it kind of okay. yeah, gets like an stupid. illusion of it being... Chris, Chris, tell me what you think. Uh, is anyone good at mandolin? That's a good question. You, I, That's an extremely broad question. You listened, you listened to Who's Feeling Young Now. You know people are good at mandolin. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm thinking. It's like... Figure, Lots of people I, are very good I don't good know. At I mandolin. almost feel like I, like I feel about figure skating. I'm not sure if anyone's good oh at figure skating. Oh, my God. Um, 
Really? I think everyone who do, can do it at all is good. <laughs> well, no, I don't think any of them actually ice skate. I think they switch out with a robot right before the performance. Oh, right? you're saying they're too good to it's be a, real. Yeah, it's a secret robot competition where who's the best at programming their ice skate robot every time. But you see, at that... But when you think about it Which this fits way, in like, my theory about Itonia. But when you... No. When you think oh, about man. it... When you think about it, them programming in the falls is their way of getting them to pass the Turing yeah. test. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Chris, I, I feel like the only way to, to... That's a really stupid idea that you had. Why? Why? It makes them seem more human. But, but then they would The falls make them... No, they lose the points. Sure. All right. Sure. But, but, but maybe... maybe in the, the competition. Secret, in the, you said it's a secret robot contest. I'm saying that there's the real... Co- there's the competition that we all see, and then behind the scenes, the judges are like... Oh, and by the way, your robot was the most human-like. Oh, okay. I, Chris, you need to either see the thing is you can you can you can track this one down in two ways. You can either try to learn to figure skate or try to make a robot that does it. And I feel like you have some preparation for both of those things. <laughs> My preparation for the first one is I have legs. You actually, and you got like that kind of like you're pretty muscular. Yeah, haven't like, you been like you like squatting hard? You got good strong ass. I think, ass I think problem, you actually like pro- not to not to do the thing but you have the figure for figure skating okay. you got like go. a lithe body right. and, this is a really and, awkward concept and of course podcast. <laughs> and, and, and granted I know the sort of programming you've probably mostly done is not conducive to robotic but maybe it is I don't know listen Chris have you seen Yuri on Ice yet have you watched it I don't think, it. watch it and you'll want to figure skate <laughs> maybe <laughs> it still sounds like it's too hard Chris what's your answer I, I you think, said there was some kind of I think it's true it is true. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, so first of all, congratulations. Say that name again? Sierra Hull, who was interviewed on City Lights on 90.1 with Lois Rights today. So. I don't huh. know what that is. That's the, uh, that's, you don't listen to NPR in, in town enough. I don't really? listen to the radio at all. You should listen to, to NPR because there's a really good local programming there. And local arts that. programming especially. Wow. So I have, like, when am I going to listen to NPR? The only radio station I listen to in Atlanta is... Siente cinco punto tres. Oh El Patron. That's the only one I listen to. <laughs> what is, I mean, I know what that would translate to, but it would just translate to a number. So uh, what's it's the just like a, I don't know if it's supposed to be classical Hispanic or specifically classical Mexican music. It sounds like regional Mexican music if, if they're calling it El Patron. Because what do they yeah, play? Yeah, but it's more like, classic. Well, they play like a lot of banda and rancheros and stuff yeah. like that. So re- yeah, the term for that is regional Mexican music. Okay. Well, huh. that's what they play. It's not, mm-hmm. I like to use it to brush up on my Spanish when mm-hmm. I get bored. Oh, do they, do they, the... It's all in Spanish. The, yeah, no, Yeah, the, like, inter-song Spanish. kind of banters and Spanish. Yeah, there's yeah. several Spanish Songs are just good for practicing your station. Oh, because, yeah, you kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because they have a lot of parts that repeat, so if you don't yeah. get good the first time, you get the second time to do it, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Man, I miss doing my Latino radio show. And my bluegrass radio show. I should... Are there, like, is there, like, an equivalent of, like, college radio, but for people who aren't in college anymore? Well, they have you community hosts. You can just go and... Do it. Yeah, like community to. radio. Yeah, same, like, like I've been talking radio. to Jack about maybe. I mean, there are a couple around, but I've been talking to Jack about maybe doing the bluegrass show again. So Ooh. we'll see. That'll be that'll be nice because there's a big hole in the schedule and it was on for literally years. So hmm. it makes me feel bad that it's not there anymore. All right, am I? Is it my turn now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. All right. This this one's a fun one. So um, I so well, we'll decide if it's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh well, so okay, so so one thing I've been doing this week that I I fell off the wagon, but I got back on the wagon. I've been playing Monster Hunter World, mm. and Monster Hunter World had a lot of like foraging and, and crafting, and a lot of a disproportionately large number of the like forageable items are mushrooms, 
So I started thinking about where to like, okay, like you see wild mushrooms all the time, but where do culinary mushrooms like get grown? Like, cause they don't just like go on somebody's like lawn after it rains. Oh, here's one. Like they don't do that. No I have that. never in my life thought about this, and I'm freaking out right now. Oh, I have thought about it, and no. So well, so because I thought about it, I was like, all right, I gotta look it up. The internet is, you know, at my fingertips, whatever. Um, and Where are two mushrooms. <laughs> 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 well, so this is what I found out. So, the, so obviously the answer, the base answer to where do mushrooms come from, is like they have spores. They don't quite grow like plants. They have mm-hmm. like a weird in between of, of plant and animal. Um, but something that I learned, it's called fungi. About, I mean, that's a term for the like class of animal or whatever. Well, the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm it's not pretty a class bad at of biology. Animal. Yeah. There's, well, those are all word like class is also a word for like the hierarchies, but I don't yes. remember. Uh, but the 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 modern like the food mushroom that you usually like the little white ones in the supermarket. Well, there are more than one type. So I, those yeah. are usually white I hear them called like button mushrooms. Yeah, okay. those those are button button mushrooms. Um, I'm a big fan of cremini and baby bella personally. I like king oysters because I like all the things you can do with them. Oh, you can. That was a really weird sentence, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So uh, a couple. I'm actually interested to hear about this a little, in a little bit, but because uh, I didn't, I don't know a lot about cooking with mushrooms because I didn't start to like them until recently. Mm-hmm. But for some of the more common ones, for like button and portobello, and maybe a couple of the ones you guys said, um, one one thing. So the the original way to farm them was pretty much just to like have a dark and humid place and just like control what spores you put in mm-hmm. and the problem is that it's hard to get like pure spores for the right species exactly only that you want and other like just miscellaneous crap that's in the air might have spores in it that might grow and it's mm-hmm. really hard to control that process um and so one thing that has been developed for like modern i guess like mushroom farming is they've they've attempted to like hybridize in some more plant-like qualities where there's little bits of like chlorophyll in there and stuff so that light can mm-hmm. facilitate growth mm-hmm. of those faster and those can be farmed before uh, and, and, and it's, it's kind of like a weird, almost like, like, I don't know if, if it would be considered like part plant now, but they've attempted to move the species selectively in a more plant-like direction. Can't believe we're playing God like this. So, <laughs> so that we can have those, you know, we can have some mm-hmm. fungal feasts or whatever. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. There you go. So what you're saying is common super supermarket mushrooms like most supermarket food is genetically modified did you just say cereal market before you said supermarket or did i just i i don't remember what he's sorry now i'm just i'm just thinking about cereal i guess (laughs) i didn't i was gonna bring the lucio's actually but i decided it wasn't worth it god uh yeah um so what i'm hearing is that like most supermarket produce it's a genetically modified organism which isn't a bad thing, I want to say. And when people say they don't want GMOs, yeah, they're being anti-science. And... Yeah, most of the time that's pretty true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that modern GMO mushrooms have tried to like introduce a little bit of plantiness. Um, and supposedly it also like helps a little bit because everyone's like with flavor because everyone wants like mm-hmm. earthy flavor. Right. Um, yeah. You just don't wash them. You get plenty of earth. If you don't wash them, you eat literal shit. I, I mean, I, I wash them. I'm saying if you want the earthy flavors, don't wash them and you'll you, get it. You eat the manure you, that your mushrooms it. were grown in. Mm, yum, yum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. It does? I guess I hadn't really thought about this before. But and see, I think I'm, really I'm not either. quite sure how you could hybridize plants into spores. That's the only thing. Well, here's my problem right now. 
I guess until this point, I just assumed there were people whose job it was to just go find the mushrooms. <laughs> really? <laughs> you didn't think mushrooms were grown agricultural? I didn't think about it. Now I'm thinking, like, what did I assume? That I think actually brings up an Hey, in my point, defense, though. nobody grows ginseng because it doesn't grow like that. Well, so that's almost what, all the ginseng is just found. Well, that's so what I was defense, thinking about. Like, well, I mean, that's the same thing with like truffles. I was thinking like about that. that. Like, how come they can't just grow those instead of like making fucking pigs sniff them out in the ground? Like, Listen, that's I don't think truffles grow like that though. No, I could wrong. be wrong. What does that mean? It's like, like that in ginseng is like the way and the where and like where they grow. They don't. God. It just doesn't work like that for some reason. I want to eat a truffle, but like on top of the pig that sniffed it out. Okay, well, no. like, that's. Could you imagine like some nice like thick loin chops? I'm and a little still, bit of truffle shit. It's, it's upsetting you that all the celebrities I know that own pigs, when I mention how cute their pigs are, you're always like, and they look yummy. Because like, okay. pigs are delicious. It's Ariana Grande and Alexa Bliss did not ask for you to say that their pet pigs look yummy. I know that we also talked many there times about how anything visual on the show doesn't land because it's an audio medium, but it's a shame right now because you couldn't see John's brain glow out of the galaxy brain style <laughs> like when he came up with that idea. That's really good. It's a great idea. That's really good. I okay. I would never enjoy it. Listen, I throw up too much after I ate. Oh, well, that's that's kind of something you did to yourself, though. That's yeah, fair. that's yeah. true. So I brought this. Bomb. Speaking of, what's your thought on everyone replacing their veggie burgers with Impossible Burgers? Because yeah, I know Impossible Burgers are so good. And I, I don't complain at all. I know, I know, but I know, like for some people who like are not vegetarian because who are vegetarian specifically because they don't like meat and like don't want like the meat like texture. That's fair. It's I, been a problem for them because I, they no longer I can have see veggie that. burger options. People should have both. Probably. What's Impossible Burger? It's like I don't know what. Is it how just like, like a, a simulated meat burger that actually like? It tastes like meat. Really tastes and like bleeds like meat. Basically. Yeah, it tastes like meat. Bleeds okay, like I don't like that. It has Ooh. like bleeding is a weird way to put it. It's more than like it has. It's like, got that same a fatty kind of consistency to it. It like when you there's yeah, like, like juices. juices in the, pro- it. Yeah. the protein's like gel. To but it, it like meat yeah, does. it tastes like meat. It's pretty cool. Have I you, get that have you eaten one? Yeah, Vortex does it now. So oh, I okay. Vortex yeah. and it was pretty good. The only thing I don't like about Vortex doing it is they have a bigger upcharge than everyone else for it. Because I think the Impossible Burgers have a set way they are. Mm-hmm. And Vortex has to double it because their burgers are bigger. So they have yeah, they have thick they patties. Have, they like cook them a certain way where they combine. Oh, okay. uh, that's kind of how it works. But anyway, it's really good. I like. It. I haven't been to Vortex in a while. Do they have like hilariously big patties? Yes. Well, I mean that's the standard patty for like a bar burger, which is like, which is like a half pound. Like, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think they have to do it for all of them, but certain of the certain burgers because you can get yeah. most of them as impossible. They have to like do double ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do we believe this? I think that I... I mean, it's plausible. It is plausible. I just don't know if it's actually happening. But also, Fungi with when you think about how the only naturally occurring citrus is a lemon. What? No, that's... Yes. No, lemons are a hybrid. No, I'm saying like the raw lemon. Oh, like the OG the citron. OG. Yeah, the citron. Okay, yeah, not a lemon. Yeah. yeah. And like hybrid hybridization is what made citrus citrus there's so. no I mean, bananas aren't what bananas were anymore yeah oh not even close yeah. the original or yeah mm-hmm. and like most which is why laffy taffy tastes different than, yeah it's kind of weird yeah because uh, it got wiped out by like a banana plant yeah, yeah it did like the 50s mm-hmm. yeah yeah 50s. it was a long time ago okay i think it's true because agriculture be like that i'm gonna go with true Got you both, Damn. motherfucker! Got you both. Uh, Holy shit! It seemed a little too okay. implausible, almost. But I was like, but they would do shit like that. I though. did. I did look up how they grow mushrooms because I did actually want to know how they grow mushrooms, though. So, Chris, since you were curious, I will tell you. It's please it's, tell me there's a whole squad of people that just go find. No, them. no. it's it's pretty uh. much it's pretty much take what I said and just subtract out all the fancy bullshit. So there's like spores and they have them in a dark room. Yeah, and they keep them. 
It's but you is you, it like a super dark? Is it like a photography dark room where you like? I don't know if a it's like that. And you're like hello but mushrooms. I'm sure. I'm sure if you were curious, honestly, you could just Google like how people who like grow them like for drugs do it at home. Because like that's I know like that for drugs. Well, like I know that that's apparently really easy to do because mushrooms just like grow out of control or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I have not actually ever done it. Nobody assumed that I've actually done this. I have not, but. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, in everything up until the fancy agriculture was true, including that I've been playing Monster Hunter World this week, and that, like, literally, like, one-third of the collectibles are just like, this mushroom lets you make a paralyzing dart, this mushroom lets you make a, a glowing dart, and I'm like, man, y'all have some, like, (laughs) real ecological diversity coded into your fucking game. This, I like it, though. Makes me think Kingdom Hearts. Three, which I'm playing right now. Which, oh, um, I you have to actually like you could find and you could find ingredients now to cook. The only problem I have is that they always say this is a good place to find some ingredients. My, my friend who's playing it was telling me about this yesterday. How like all the characters will say it, and then includes Donald Duck. Yes. And, you know, this, <laughs> yeah. God. No. I'm okay. Okay. It. Let me let me hear your Donald. No, I can't. Let me hear. It. I can't. Do we're it. not doing that. See, that's why we're not doing so it. We're bad. all ours are all going to be that bad, but oh, fresh. Yeah. It's a great place to find some ingredients. Well, place to find some ingredients. What? No. No, that's that's the hill I can't get Norse. over with Kingdom Hearts. No is like all of the all, <laughs> is like all of the cutscenes. <laughs> I can't do it. No uh, one can. Like all, I just I can't. I just, yeah! the, actually, that sounds like Mario. Uh, all of the all of the cutscenes <laughs> are just like you know like. Well, I hope your uh, soul doesn't get ripped out of your body. And I just like. I, that's the whole series. They've been making these games for like fifteen years. So good. I had a friend in I'm high school anyways. who was so who was so into the series that he actually like uh, when Birth by Sleep came out, he like ordered a Japanese copy because apparently it would still run on his PSP. And and like he got like maybe like a fifth of the way through the game when he was like, "Guys, I have a problem. I can't read fucking any of this." <laughs> like, okay. Shout out to that. <laughs> I just want to say the funniest thing that has happened regarding the ingredients meme is when you're in the Pirates of the Caribbean world and there's parts where you're swimming underwater but people still talk but they have a water effect on everything. So then there's like one part where Donald Duck is just like... <laughs> it's just like... It's through the like thing yes, and the water and it's just... It was so... I lost it. I, could, I had to like stop that was playing. Closer. I lost it so much. Man, do you think that... You know how there's that like... You guys have all seen the video of the guy who does Elmer Fudd and how he has like the world's best job security because only he mm-hmm. can do that like oh, the, pattern the, of oh, speech. Oh, the Porky Pig. The Porky or Porky Pig or some shit. I'll be the leader, but... Yeah, he's the only one who can do it fast I enough. I think he does Elmer Fudd too. I could be wrong. Oh, do, you okay. think, do you think Donald Duck guy has this? Because no, I've never heard anyone do a Donald Duck impression. I know impression. someone can do it just as good. And he used, he, I've seen a few he, people do it. He yeah. would always do it for all the kids and we loved it. Same. He was so Damn. good. Damn. Yeah, so no. Good. If you... Though, have you guys uh, have you guys seen that clip from the new DuckTales? Where they like cast uh, somebody cast a spell to make Donald Duck's voice clear, and it's Don Cheadle. <laughs> I love that though. Yes, it's so good. They interviewed him about it, and uh, his uh, the subtitle they had for him was Thanos Survivor. Amazing. <laughs> my my favorite. I'm the last. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about Kingdom Hearts while I was thinking about this. But I didn't know until I started looking up. Like I was trying to figure out how much they had to pay in money for all these voice actors. I didn't realize that every time there's a game that involves Toy Story, that um, Woody is not done by Tom Hanks. It's like mm-hmm. his brother Jim, who just sounds exactly the same. <laughs> Jim has like 
money just for like oh, I don't know I just do Woody in video games if I got to. <laughs> that's this. Well, I mean, that's the same kind of thing though, because like Young Justice, one of the um, one of the voice actors is actually Rob Lowe. He voices Shazam. But sometimes it was clear that Rob Lowe was too busy to be on there, so they got his brother, oh, who yeah. looks like a like a budget version of Rob Lowe, but has <laughs> essentially the same voice. His brother, who plays the dad in Pretty he Little Liars, he looks like the create your own character version of Rob Lowe. Yeah, if you if you like monstered him up a little bit, and he, he's like Rob Lowe but rounder and balder. Wow. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I'll do mine now. Okay. When was the last time you guys saw or read The Wizard of Oz? How much do you care about The Wizard of Oz? Um. I never actually read The Wizard of Oz. I did read Wicked. I saw some of The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I've seen the like movie a while so, ago. It is widely believed that the entirety of Wizard of Oz is a giant allegory about the silver standard. Shit, have I heard this? I don't know if I've heard this. What? Okay, what year did The Wizard of Oz come out? The book? Uh, the 30s, I guess, right? I guess. yeah, I guess I have to say 20s or 30s? Uh... 1900 even. The movie was in 1939. Right, 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 right. Okay. So and this is like some like Williams Jennings, William Jennings, Brian like propaganda bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Oh, God. The whole thing. I feel, so the problem is I'm biased. I feel like I've heard this before, but I could have heard it. See, I'm trying to figure out. I, I've heard it's an allegory for something. Well, you see, because the book differs a lot from the movie, if I remember correctly. Is the yellow brick road gold? I mean, that would be the idea. Yeah, but I, I, but like, I do literally, know that the, it is widely believed. If you think, if you think about... Not like, not like one dude thinks this. This is like a widely believed you theory that's like what the, the whole thing was. The, I don't know how similar it is to the uh, end of the movie is to the actual like book. book. I don't know if like, head either. Like, but what I'm thinking is that the wizard does, in fact, give all of them substitutes for the things that they want. In the movie, at least. He gives like the... Uh, he gives the lion like a, a bravery medal or something like that he gives the scarecrow yeah and, and he gives specifically the tin man he gives him like a ticking clock for a heart is what i'm thinking about so he doesn't actually grant them the exact wishes they want but gives them placeholders oh shit well so i, I just want to explain say, the like, logic explain the, the logic, logic behind, behind this. it is that basically that the wicked witch of the east is the eastern money system and that's why she dies immediately because that's what people wanted to happen so the house mm. lands on her to kill her and that the slippers are the silver standard and the wizard of oz is the banking people trying to remove us from not let the silver standard happen which is what the common man wants but they want either the gold standard or fiat money because mm. the silver standard was the people's movement and that's the whole idea is that all of dorothy's friends are the people's movement and they all represent people that were fighting for the silver standard so first of all whoever whoever made this whoever wrote this book uh sorry man l frank Baum. is that his name yeah sorry man that, that one did not work out at all if this is true <laughs> did not work out at all our currency is powered by the hopes and dreams of the american people and those are rapidly diminishing God. so maybe you had something man um, I don't know anything about the underlying debate. To Ron Paul wants to go back to the gold standard, right? Ron Paul's dumb. You well, can't yeah, go back to the gold standard at this point. Him and his son. There's no way to do this. Ron. Okay, the thing about Ron Paul's son is Ron Paul's son is just Ron Paul if you took his pews and put him on his head instead. And gave it a way like. worse name. Yeah. Rand? What is a, what is Rand? Okay. So oh well, I, knowing who Ron Paul is, you know that he's. It's well, I, I mean, it's no, funny. but it's but I know what it actually is. It's like Randall. Right? Yeah, it's Randall. But like I feel I feel like he kind of looks like of, Randall from Monsters Inc. Oh, he's, Ooh. he's like the kind of person who would like 
go by Rand because of Ayn Rand, is what I'm thinking. But, again, I just want to reiterate, he kind of looks like Randall from Monsters. He does kind of look like Randall from Monsters. And you would know. Within the scope of the human ability, is is Randall in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, the Monsters Inc. is a whole world. Is is he, like, the boss? And he, like, camouflages? I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I guess you can tell me later. I'm just saying the Monsters Inc. world exists, and because Randall's a main character in one of the movies. Yeah, no, that's fair. Randall's, like, one of the biggest characters in that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Steve Buscemi. (laughs) <laughs> is is Steve Buscemi the voice of Randall? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if he does in the game. I'd have to check. But but he definitely... I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure he is in the movie. Like I said, I think I've heard this before, so it's going to bias me into saying true. The, uh, but I'm, the problem is that realistically, I, be, I I heard your explanation. I was like, there's no fucking way. But I... I well, you see, widely believed is entirely different from... And it's so, kind of subjective. Uh, yeah, right? so what I'm saying is like, this is not like... English teachers like to teach this. Like, mm-hmm. this is a widely held academic belief that this is the reason he wrote it. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. like, English... Te- not, I'm not trying to great Gatsby this, like my English teacher, where she said every color means something in this novel. When the truth is, green means something and yellow means something. We're mm-hmm. done. Those are the only colors that matter. I don't... I will say care. Fitzgerald did love his allegory. Okay, but she... Oh, my gosh. But just the fact that the yeah. tents at his party were blue and white striped does not mean a very deep thing. It's just no. blue and white striped tents. Why is that white. always the book where, like, it's known for high school English because teachers they, overdoing this? Well, it's because it. there's definitely some. They do I mean, overdo. Definitely they do some. overdo. And it's... Well, the thing is, a text a text can mean different things for different people. The, prob- the problem with English teachers is that they argue... That their meaning is the right one, and they don't take any others. It's not even that. Which is, you see, the point. The point of, and the point of teaching like that is to be like, this is how I developed this idea. Now go develop your own ideas by highlighting it the same way. Which is the way my English teachers taught me. Which is why I really loved English class and won't teach English. Like, and also I I think that the problem there is like, it 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 creates this idea that like symbolism is is something that's like meant to be like dug up deliberately rather than Uh just like. A add a subtle, yeah. yeah, or like, or like subtly flavor what's. And occurring. there are some cases where it is supposed to be dug up directly because you know what, The yeah. Great Gatsby is an allegory for the falsehood of the American dream. Like that's the point of it. But at the same time, it is also a love story in a way. I will say this is like a real controversial opinion I have, which is I believe very strongly against the idea that whatever interpretation people have of art can be true if that's what they believe the interpretation is. I Full, full-heartedly disagree with that notion. You don't believe in the death of the author? I don't. I believe if the that's, author makes a stand for something, that's what it is. But that's just my opinion. I, I think that as someone who the phrasing of what it is is subjective. Like in the sense that if if you if let's say that that's true and you interpret it the wrong way, but it's still something like good and meaningful, I can't be mad about it. So, so I don't really see. But then, the but then, is. if we if we don't continue in the death of the author, do you know what happens? Well, J.K. Rowling happens. Okay, well, that's fair. But what I mean more is like in the terms of well, I can make when an it gets interpreted for J.K. Rowling in a sense that we're pretending. trying to teach people what it meant. Mm-hmm. There are people that will be like, I know he said this is what it is, but this is what it probably actually is, and he just didn't realize it. That's stupid. And well, people do but it all that the time. but that makes sense though because you subconsciously no. put messages in your work no. all the fucking time. I mean, I, that, there's a difference. It's like, it's like the, it's like the Fitzgerald like, thing. This is, but you can say this is what it means to me, not this is. You see, that's the problem with trying to ascribe a specific aesthetic meaning. Now, I agree that there are some cases where the death of the author there are some is books impossible. Where it got really bad, like, but there are, there are some cases where it's like impossible too. I get if you it. Look at if you look at say like postmodernism loves to talk about the death of the author, but that's only a specific kind of postmodernism. If you look at say Gabriel Garcia Marquez or or like a lot of the Latino magical realist authors, 
their experiences growing up in this third space of Latin America is absolutely informed their work. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to wheel fair. us back too much here, but I'm looking at the voice actors for Kingdom Hearts three, and <laughs> fucking Drake Bell is in it. Yeah, he is. Drake does, Bell um, is in it. Who is it? He does. Um, I just. Hold I think on. he does someone random, right? It. Where'd it go? It was, Almost all the Disney characters are the original person, which is wild. Yeah. Um, he's young Arrakis. In Arrakis, Arrakis, he's like the he's the desert planet from Dune. I don't know the e e r a q u s. Uh, it's probably one of the original characters, but he's in there. I probably haven't gotten. I'm that just trying to it. find. Or I forgot who it was because um, there's too many characters in that stupid game. It's not stupid. I'm sorry. It's so good. All right, I want to because I know there's probably people who really like want to like have this game completely unspoiled. I'm not going to say the names of any other characters that I'm observing that are in this, but I'm very pleased to hear what I am seeing. If only, if only I could find. If C. Buscemi is still Randall. I forgot the fact. It's it's the, it's the, it's the, the Wizard of Oz thing. It's the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Silver. It's about the silver standard. <laughs> the silver standard. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna do something that we've never done before for my vote here. I'm pretty sure... Technically, we have done this before, sort of. I'm pretty sure that this... I've heard this and that it's true. But I, I am 100% confident that if I hadn't, I would have said this was false. Because it's just... Your explanation just felt too shitty. And that's not a criticism on you. If that's what people really say, but you see, okay. knowing knowing the way that like beliefs about works are held, I believe this is true. So you think it's true? And what's he, what are you saying, Gabe? I think I think for the for the scorekeeping purposes, count me as a false, even though I'm pretty sure I know it's true. It is actually very true. Yeah. Hey! I am on the way. I, I, I knew that, and I was willing to. I was willing to give that point up because I knew that that's. I would. There's just no way. I I'm on the Wikipedia page. Political interpretations of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Top one: monetary policy. In a 1964 article, Henry Littlefield, who was an educator and historian, outlined an entire allegory of this book being regarding monetary policy. And then it has, like, literally, like, everything that happens in the novel he finds a way to fit into monetary policy. And because of this, it's, like, one of the most, like, believed to possibly be true. Mm -hmm. The guy who wrote it never went on record about what it was actually about, but this is, like, one of the ones almost everybody thinks is true now. Because it just like fits too well, basically. And it fits the time period and what the guy personally kind of thought about stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the original novel, the slippers are silver, not ruby red. Oh. And I did not know that. Ooh. Wow. So that fits. That hella fits. So okay. what else is there? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking wow. for like the quick things. Um, oh, yeah. And also because in 1901, the musical version had a lot of contemporary polix, politic references added while the guy was still alive. So he added a lot of poli poli a little bit of politics references when he did it as a musical. Now, there are some in here that are like some wild, wild reaches. Alright, let's hear them. So, uh, let's see. This is my favorite one. When Dorothy is taken to have her audience with the wizard, she is led through seven passages and up three flights of stairs. This is most likely a reference to the Coinage Act of 1873, which God. started the cl class conflict in America. Started the class. There's a bunch of well, you know what I'm saying. There's a <laughs> bunch of stuff like that. Like this is a wild. You should go read about this. There's like articles and articles and professional like essays about this. It's right. the most. I insane figured out. So thing. I think I figured out who voices Randall. By the way, I think is it says Randall Bog. Is that his? <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, you're still on this. I just I found his name. I just want to say quickly. His name is J P Manwa. J P Morgan. No, maybe, man. and he he uh he was um he played the doppelganger of the dean in Community. Um, oh, JP JP Manu Manu, yeah, I don't know, whatever. So uh, yeah, 
That makes sense. He has that kind of voice. Yeah. Because he also played the vice principal in Phil of the Future. I want to talk about one more thing. Yeah. It also says the city of Oz has its name because it's the abbreviation of ounces. That is brought. All right, that's fucking reasonable. I'm pissed off that that's reasonable. I am totally mad about this. Yeah, that's brought us to the hill, which is oh no, we're on the hill. Why are we putting units in titles? Units are bad. Oh, here's the hill. We're at the We've hill. We've driven up to the hill. So Chris I, has I, this thing. I can't tell if it's a joke or not. I still cannot tell. It's like yeah. half, not a joke, half a joke. But mm-hmm. it's you've been doing it so long, ironically, that you're starting to believe it. No, I, I still feel this way about it. <laughs> I really hate units. He and does. I know that like 50 people that know me are like crying that I've said this out loud. But I really hate units so much. <laughs> about every... My mom is like probably... Rolling over, well, she's not dead. I don't know what I was about to say, rolling over in her grave. But my mom is like hating rolling everything. Rolling over in her nice, comfy bed yeah, where she so is very nice alive. My mom's a college math teacher, so that's why she probably. Wait, but most place. math is like unitless. She's I know, that's why math itself she's is all not good. too bad. But I detest units. I don't understand. I think we wouldn't need units if we could just teach everyone context clues way better when they were in school. Like, I think, so So the, so the way that Chris explained this to me, that I hate it because it almost makes sense up to a point, is like, I, if I, you're like, I, I will never agree. For example, when you say like, I'll be there in 10, like, you I know always know what saying. they're fucking saying. Yeah, but if we didn't have the unit to say it, we won't. I, no, we would know. Okay, it's okay, 10. okay, but what about cooking, man? What about cooking? Cooking what? Baking. You need precise measurements for baking. Only if you're oh. bad at it. No, no. No, no. no wait, that's true. Wait, that's... what, what, what ingredient, name one ingredient. Where you could say a number that could be a reasonable amount of cups or teaspoons. And you wouldn't know what they're talking about. What about teaspoons or tablespoons, though? Because baking. I think I would not. Baking soda, salt. Aren't they just one to three ratio? Those just shouldn't exist the way they do anyway. (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to argue for Chris's stupid bullshit. I want to make this clear. But you see, then, then, but this also works. It works for a different argument, too, because if you're cooking baking by weight, which many argue is the more precise way to bake, then you could just say 225 and know that it was like. Exactly. We just have one unit, per se. But it's not a unit. But you see, bad. the thing is... You can figure out anything with work. context. Oh, no, it it, I, I figured out an ingredient that, that you could get confused with in baking. The amount of, the amount of butter I use in my, in my cookies mm. when I make them, one. What, what do I use one of? So I no. would... No, I use one stick. Oh, I was gonna right, say you make a half I was gonna say a stick. Butter would be like per the stick. Yeah. So if you said half, you'd be like, okay, half a stick. Like, it makes so... It makes so it is fucked up that one stick of butter is half a cup of butter. Yeah, that's like, why I use should... one stick because I figured out it was half a cup and that's all I can remember. Isn't, yeah. a, isn't a half stick of butter not a fourth of a cup either? No, it is a fourth of a cup. I thought it was Wait, because of how, why would how, it... how... Did you just fucking forget how division works? No, God, God Chris. I thought there was like some weird thing about it, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. But as a consequence of this bit... Um, Chris has now purchased... I own AbolishUnits.com, and it's our and website. And it redirects to the podcast website. AbolishUnits.com is the future. It is them's the facts website. Chris, I have a question. So, yes. so, so because you own AbolishUnits.com, yes. that means that at some point you... Like, I also own GoatPolish.com, but that's... That's it. funny as <laughs> fuck. Okay, that's what... At some point you decided that between having some tangible amount of money and owning AbolishUnits.com, you chose the latter. You paid for this. How in much money are you paying for in this? In my defense, okay, I will say this: if you add up, I know aren't that. If you add up all the junk websites I own, it does cost me like eighty bucks a year. But oh, you see, that's, that's not that bad. That's not too bad. Domains but, are cheap if they're not but, high demand. Mm-hmm. But I do have a Visa gift card I hooked to that account, so I've never actually paid a real cent for any of those, oh. and I still have like two hundred bucks. 
So that's why so whenever what you're people... saying is you've only paid fiat money. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever people like tell fiat, me fiat fiat money, that's why when people tell me stupid websites that are available, I just buy it because I just want it. Man, I can't control myself. Is goat? So what is what is goat polish redirect to? Well, most of the ones I own, if they don't redirect to our website, they all redirect to the uh, the GT, uh, GT Georgia Tech Musicians Network or UTC website. Yeah. Goat polish goes there. Uh, pooptown.com goes Poop there. Pooptown should God. Okay, is I goat know. polish... Is there a joke I'm missing or is it just the idea I, of goat no, polish? No, I put it in a chat. Really I was that. like, someone give me a stupid website and I'll buy it. And Lu- Lucas was like, goatpolish.net. And I was like, <laughs> well, I bought .com because .com's worth more. So, <laughs> so, man, I should come up with something to put on. Okay. See, you see, that's the thing. You, Someone is eventually going to make some kind of like polish for like surfboards and or skateboards or something I'm that they're going to call... Goat, because greatest of all time. One day someone is going to try and make a dating app just for Unix, and I own it, and they can't do anything about Wait, it. Wait, what, what is... about Enux? I own both. I own UnixMingle.com. Not like the programming, but like E-U-N... Unix. I own Unix. Oh, no, no, I actually did think No disrespect to him. I just... Someone mentioned, like, made a thing about it, and I was like, I wonder if that's a thing. And I looked up, I said, well, it's not a website. I guess I'll just did, buy it. So I, I actually it. did think you meant the, like, no, like that computing I term. Well, that the thing is, well, that's how it started. Someone said Unix mingle for programmers, real, and I was like, "What yeah. about Unix mingle for Unix?" What like about three left? What, okay, where how, middle of that Venn diagram? There's got to be people. I don't know how many Unix there are anymore. Yeah, but a lot of people know how to code. So if there are like five, dang, he's actually got a point. <laughs> like it's. And, and, I would say it's and a, by the way, any, if, it's more likely for it's a person who's a eunuch to be a programmer than the other way around. So because of that, for bingo bongo, for anybody who who disbelieves that it's that a lot of people know how to code, I I don't like the thing where people are like oh just learn how to code and all your economic problems will go away. That's but it is easy to do and do. kind of fun, and you could do it in a weekend <laughs> if you wanted to. Yeah, Especially but also like learning how to code enough to actually get hired. Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to mention about this website is also due to a slightly costly typographical error. I do also own anuckusmingle.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just cancel it, or are you just kind of well, I it own now? it now. It's like a one-time thing. You own it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we should do the fast facts. Anyway, oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about units that. are I don't bad. Think I have one this week. Last actually. thing I'll say. Last dig on units. I'm always talking, you just come up with one problem. Uh, if you'll notice, people are always like, we need units because of what happened with like the space station and stuff. I argue that those happened because we have differing units of measurement. If we just knew what we were doing, it wouldn't happen. I mean, now you're arguing for moving to the metric system and no one's going to disagree with you. I mean, the metric system is the farthest from units you can have with it still being units. Yeah, that's probably Except true. we could just not have units. Yeah, but, th- but that's actually a good point, John. My favorite moment... because yeah, they in, all actually work together. My yeah. favorite moment in any math class was when something canceled out to be a unitless measurement. I was always so happy when it was like all the units cancel and it's just a number. And that's what it is. You should have done my major. We have so many... Well, I guess there's really no units in CS, but... Yeah, well, anyway. no. Okay, here's my... Okay, this is a promise, the last thing. If we had to use a unit of all the things in the world that use units, computers did it right. Because it is one. Well, like bits is just like it's here. just one. It's, it is one, and that means everything is a unit of one. It yeah, is the it's, unit. It's fair because it's it's an entirely like discretized system. There's exactly, just like a number of things you can. Flip. You always know what it is. It's so much better than everything else. So that's the whole reason I started doing CS. Are we doing? That's not. True. I hope that's not true. Okay, no, that's not true. What? All right. Are we doing quick facts? We should. All right. You. We'll let you go last if you're still thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go last. Okay. Mine is in World War One. 
Pilots would strap milk and chocolate underneath their planes when they went to battle so they would have ice cream when they got back. We gotta do fast facts, so I'm actually gonna say yes. I'm gonna say false. Nope, it's true. Wow. And a bunch of people got in trouble for it. Wow. Because they would like... Because there would be extra ballast. Yeah, and then they would be in battle and they would like get hit and milk would start pouring. (laughs) Wait, but that's great. Just like... Cause there would be a moment of confusion there the first time having they'd be like, "What is that?" Is that but that was a real thing. Weapon? They used God. to like they used to strap milk and chocolate underneath, and it would get so cold as they went up could that it would imagine, become ice like, cream when he came back. Could you imagine Dunkirk if like if they Tom, had if Tom Hardy had had like ice had like ice cream under his plane? He would have landed, and then he instead of putting his hands up, he just would have offered the Nazis some ice cream. <laughs> Can I tell you a really weird movie thing, real quick? Uh-huh. I didn't realize until just recently that i thought the aviator was what flyboys was and i got really you confused mixed up the aviator and flyboys i wanted to watch flyboys so i went to netflix and i hit the aviator and got 10 minutes and i was like this is not like, who's howard hughes i was like this is not the movie i wanted to watch nobody's instead died. of watching instead of watching a uh leo dicaprio masterpiece you wanted to watch james franco in world war one dude that flyboys is such a good when i flyboys is when i watched uh pan's labyrinth i thought it was going to be an actual movie about like navigating a labyrinth no i mean there's a there's a little that one's just dumb there's no defense for that listen pan's labyrinth is is good i will no i meant what he'd said the movie is good um he he does have a labyrinth it does say uh, it's called el labyrinto del fauno that's like no, oh, in the, like that's the Spanish name. It's Spanish, of the movie. so it's like the the okay. Fonz Labyrinth okay. is what it's called. So here's here's I'll do my quick fact. Um, the the thing where like the president has to be American born mm-hmm. did not was not like originally like there, and so uh, John Quincy Adams has that middle name because it's like French derived because he was actually born in Quebec and he had a French Canadian accent that people made fun of him for. I believe this because I'm pretty sure John Adams did do some shit. I think it almost has to be true and yeah. they added it later. So I'm going to say true. Yeah. I made that up in the car. So it's true? No, that's false. Oh. I've never... Oh. Well, I, I double got both... But I wonder if it is true. Yeah, we should look that up. I Okay, it could, I didn't check Put that a it was... star next to that I didn't one. check like, that it was but, false. But I don't think John Quincy... But the John Quincy Adams being French-Canadian, that's... I, I, I doubt <laughs> that. But that makes sense because... Council. Yeah, it just it felt French. I just I thought I was gonna say he was just Canadian, and then I realized like it's more believable if I use that to hook you like he's French Canadian. So this is this is the thing. I I think the term might actually be a natural citizen. It's natural born or a citizen, but Mm -hmm. technically we're right because it didn't exist until the Constitution, and people were president before the Constitution. But we don't count the people who were president before the Constitution. That's not true. No, we don't. George Washington was George Washington was the first president after the Constitutional Convention. No, 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 yeah, no. no, 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 no. That's my fact. That's my fact. Is George president George Washington was president before? What was the first president? But we had a president before the Constitutional Convention that doesn't count as our first president because it wasn't after the Constitution. Is that your fact? Under the Articles under the Articles of Confederation, we had a president who wasn't George Washington. So George Washington is not the first president. I, That's my fast fact. Okay, well, I know it's not true because I know what year the Articles of Confederation happened and it was not 1776, it was 1787. Whoa. That's the Constitutional Convention. No. Or sorry, the articles, wasn't the no, year we went off right the now. Articles of Confederation. The Articles of Confederation, Confederation yeah, yeah. were ratified in 1781. Okay, and there was a president under the under the Articles of Confederation that no, wasn't George I Washington. Think, I don't think this is true. I think Washington it's true. came it in true. in 1776. It is true. This is true. Washington didn't become president in 1776. Did he? He was the general at the time. Oh, wait, I guess you're right. Yeah, who that was president before George Washington? Let's hmm. see. 
That's my fast fact, and you guys didn't believe me, so you're both wrong. Yeah, his name is Bobby Butthole. It's not that. Nope, that's not his name. Okay, let's see. This the first like... president of the United States under the Articles of Confederation was John Hanson from Maryland. Interesting. His term began in 1781 and ended in 1782. These are really huh. close together things. Okay, that picture of him, goddamn, he looks like every single other person from that era. The 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 wig thing was such a weird like era of fashion. I'm still kind of starring this one because Listen, I'm he thinking... was the president of the United States of America. No, that's before he, George Washington. He pretty much did it to me there. I don't know about it's, what you said. That is but... an accurate statement, just because it wasn't under the well, Constitution. Well, I'm hinging on the born part because none of those people were born in the US, basically. Oh, you mean Washington. my part. You mean Washington was born in the US. But I don't think some of them No, he was why really? Oh, wait, yeah, because like, Virginia were colonies for goddamn forever. Were all of the presidents born in the U.S. at the colonies, though? Really? Yeah, they were all born in the colonies. I guess that has to be true. I just never thought about it. Oh, yeah. I got bamboozled. All right, well, I guess it's... Do we, do we do our little... I forget every component of the outro, but... Uh, we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Simultaneous Catch did some pretty good coverage of the Super Bowl. They did like oh, an yeah. hour-long live broadcast right after the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. I oh. didn't listen to it. I assume it was mostly this was a boring Super Bowl unless you're really into defense. That's what I heard about it. It was game, cool so. to watch. I, I watched it back later and I didn't feel as bad about how I did when I watched it. Oh, mm. man. Gabe is catching up to me. Got him. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's Pocket Podcast Network. Lots of other good stuff on there that mm-hmm. you should check out. What's the website? Pocketpodcastnetwork.com And um, also... Or if you want to get there... You can just go to our page, abolishunits.com. And then it'll link back. Abolishunits.com is the future. That's my <laughs> tagline. Uh, and so, yeah, our, our uh, intro and outro music, yeah, is uh, Never Far by James Hunter USA. Mm-hmm. James is James is a good dude. And They're uh, in the studio this week. Actually. Yeah. I work on new stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, then keep a lookout for that. They're probably on most streaming services, except maybe Spotify, because Spotify costs money to be no, on. No, Spotify. It costs money for podcasts. Yeah. Oh. No, all of Everybody's band is on Spotify these days. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, random plug. Some friends of ours have a new musical project right now called Supermarine, and I oh, have yeah. been listening oh, to it. Oh, they're good. It's very good, so check yeah. that out. Can we yeah. do shameless plugs? Yeah, do a shameless plug. I got my metal band stuff. We have a song probably coming out, well, tomorrow when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Friday that happened before Tuesday. You just give a date. Wednesday. Because you said a the, lot. The 8th. Yes. Okay. We had. Pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh, another shameless plug from me. My band Dalai Lama, which is a Greece core band, is what we call it. That's bad. It's really as we've been calling it that since 2014. Um. My problem with that is really Greece it's, it's is like my favorite movie and it's like a blues bluesy rocky kind of thing. Yeah, um, but it's not Greece. It's a southern rock. Probably is the best yeah. term for it. But you it's could uh, insult to my favorite. Well, whatever. Uh, Dalai Lama has a set from Live at Rec that was recently posted on oh, yeah. uh, WREK's YouTube channel, so check that out. Sick. You and should look. You should say like what WREK's like which website is, the, is or whatever. Uh, Rec.org. Yes, yeah, WREK.org. Yeah, yeah, WREK.org. It's like Georgia Tech student uh, mm-hmm. radio station, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's some interesting stuff on there for sure. Yeah. Uh, is that, is that going to be? I don't have any plugs. Is that going to be it? Oh, uh, go to. What's it called? What's the name of your store? The store? There? No, I don't want to dox myself. Fine, I'm not trying to dox you, but there's a cool game store in Atlanta that Once, Gabe works at. If I if I get the okay, so I'm applying to a job that would require me to move, and if I move, then I'll tell you where the store is so I don't dox myself. Good, <laughs> no deal. doxing, because I do like this store. It kicks ass. All right, uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, see y'all next see week. You. See you next week.
Podcast Network. Quality programming right to